There's a lengthy list of things in Ottawa that just don't seem to be working the way they're supposed to these days. We'll get into a few of them as the show goes on. One of them is the access to information system. A lot of concern about that. Opposition MPs and several different groups have all come together to say, hey, fix this. It's not doing what it's supposed to do. They've gone so far, some of them, as to say democracy itself is being threatened. Um, Robin Doolittle is an investigative reporter with the Globe and Mail and took a pretty deep dive into this very issue. Uh, and Robin joins us now. Robin, thanks so much for your time. I appreciate you being here. I appreciate you giving me the chance to talk about freedom of information. It's a big deal. It really is, especially when it's not uh, working the way that it's supposed to, right? I mean, that's you were part of the team that worked on this this series, Secret Canada, an investigation right. into the country's broken access regime in the globe. And it focuses on what we're talking about is what we would probably refer to as freedom of information or access to information. That's how we know it, right? Yeah. And so freedom of information, FOI. What this is, is the mechanism by which people, regular people, uh, can access the records that belong or are in the possession of public institutions. The idea is we, the people, elect our leaders, we pay our taxes, we have a right to know how they're spending our money, how they're running our institutions. This is the foundation of what FOI uh, was created for, and it really is the bedrock of democracy. And Canada um, is among the worst in the developed world, and we used to be one of the leaders. But what we found in our investigation is that, you know, you mentioned Ottawa. Yes, that's true, Ottawa, the federal level, but at the provincial level yeah. as well, their governments are just breaking the law. They're refusing to give people access to their own records. And uh, it, it is really getting at the foundation of our democracy. Yeah, and a good point. You you tested it from coast to coast to coast in all kinds of different jurisdictions. So when you break it down, uh, is there problems everywhere? Are some places better than others? How does it shake out? Uh, everywhere is bad. Everywhere is over-redacting. They're not releasing records they're supposed to. They're breaking their statutory timelines. They're under-trained, under-resourced, under-staffed. But what really stuck out was the province of Alberta, which I thought was really interesting. When my colleague Tom Cardoso and I were doing this reporting, we did an audit. So we filed FOI requests to investigate FOI. Haha. <laughs> we filed FOI requests with every department and ministry in the country. There's something like 253 of them. Everyone supplied records. We were asking for access to internal FOI tracking data, just really basic stuff. The entire province of Alberta, all 22 ministries, said no. They said that there are no records, which is, I mean, in my humble opinion, impossible. Right. They, yeah. of course, use a tracking system. We asked for records connected to the tracking system. They said there's no records. Um, and they just, yeah, they, they said there's, there's nothing there and we're not going to do it. And what was interesting is, uh, you know, I had many conversations at the time when they were rejecting these requests. Um, and it was kind of tough luck. And then a, a couple, maybe like a week before we, we published the, the Secret Canada investigation, um, they, they called and were like, actually, maybe we can provide some records. But it was, it, it was all just very convoluted. And ultimately their, their official position is that no, they're, we're not giving you anything. And that's just a prime example of the lengths at which governments will go to twist themselves and not to not provide people access to their own documents. Which we need to point out again, Robin, is illegal. I mean, the law says we can access this. And I think at, a, at this moment in time, when institutions, uh, trust in institutions is just at an all-time low, I am so perplexed that government thinks it's a good idea to deny people this basic stuff. You know, 
for the investigation, here, here's a prime example. Government contracts, like the absolute most basic stuff that you need to, that you want to check on. This government or this business is signing multi-million dollar deals with, with government. They're being paid with public money. We get to know what that is. Basic stuff. In the United States, government contracts are proactively posted online. In Canada, we filed FOIs with various places to test this and places denied us government contracts. No, you can't see that. You can't even see the basic, the full amount that government is paying. Um, and, and it is just, again, that you said breaking the law. They are breaking the mm. law, and they're doing it with complete impunity. No, there's nothing bad that's happening to them. That's what we're trying to do, is we're trying to expose this, and we're going to start naming some names. I look forward to that. Now, listen, part, <laughs> even when they do release it, Robin, I mean, we've got another issue. So much of it has been redacted, right? Like, they'll give you the document, but right. it's almost useless when you do get it. Uh, my laptop on my desk is propped up on a, you know, two or three inch stack of papers right now that's just blacked out. I'm, I'm not even joking. Like that is my, it's my laptop prop. It is blacked out papers. And we have a lot of stories in the series about this where people will file for records. They'll get stuff back. It's a bunch of blacked out paper. They'll challenge it. And then after the course of, you know, a year or two of fighting at the appeals level, redactions will be removed and you can see what they thought was too sensitive to release. And it's, completely innocuous stuff or it's just purely embarrassing and the law does not allow government to redact information because it makes them look bad and again we come back to just the foundation of do our political leaders realize why these laws are here do they realize that canadians have a right to get their own information so one thing that we did do that we we're really excited about is uh we created this website secretcanada.org and it's meant to fill a big gap in the system where no one knows what has been released. So we compiled 300,000 records, um, FOI summaries. So you can go online and look up what governments are releasing um, about stuff that you're interested in. And then we make it really easy to file a request or piggyback or get documents. Now, you said... They aren't being, I mean, they're doing this with impunity, but that's changing, obviously. I mean, like you say, it's amazing how when you start to tell governments that you're going to do a story on this, they suddenly come up with some of the things they couldn't find before. But the pressure is just building, right? It's continuing to mount. There's actually some politicians, some MPs saying we need to fix this. So there is, could, could there be accountability in the future, Robin? I certainly hope so. I mean, we spent a year and a half on this nonstop. This is all that, you know, a, a team of us have been doing. We are committed to this. Uh, in October 2021, my colleague and I sat down and said, you know, we're tired of moaning about this. Let's actually do something. We are going to hold government to account until they fix this. And that's part of the other purpose of the secretcanada.com website is we are going to start naming and shaming places that are breaking the law. For so long, it just happens in complete quiet. You might appeal a decision maybe you win and then you get the information and nothing bad happens to anybody who was hiding information so i think that with the scrutiny on it we are really hoping people wake up i mean we we heard um danielle smith yesterday actually say that she was going to look into why the province of alberta had rejected all of the globe's foi requests i mean that's a low bar to mm -hmm. start but hey it's something and we're just going to keep holding their feet to the fire on this what about the feds what, what have you heard from the federal government i mean justin trudeau promised the most transparent government in canadian history obviously that's not uh coming to pass what are they saying well it's so interesting i mean foi passed under justin trudeau's father 1982 is when the law was passed uh you know and at the 11th hour like literally the uh 
the liberals put in an exemption that would protect cabinet records in the PMO's office from from FOI. And so they passed it, but it was always kind of flawed. And Justin Trudeau, when he was running in 2015, promised to expand federal FOI to include cabinet records. And as soon as he was elected, that kind of went off the table. So the feds do do some things well. Like they are one of the few jurisdictions that actively post completed requests online that you can see. But they are way longer than everybody else in terms of replying. They do overuse redactions. And we just found out yesterday that the Appeals Commission, so these are the people that you go to if you're unhappy with how a public body has responded to your FOI, they said, we need more money in order to meet our obligations. And the feds said no. So I think you know, this is the time for Justin Trudeau to really answer to um, to some of these promises that he's made. And if he really does believe in this, let's let's get some action on it. Well, I mean, this is the kind of work that I love highlighting. I mean, this we might actually get somewhere. We might actually uh, and help all of us out. So, Robin, thank you so much, and we'll follow it up, and maybe we'll chat again as we get a little farther down the road on this. I would love that anytime.